I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And this is Mashley at the Movies. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about a new movie just about a week or so ago. It dropped on um, one of the streaming services. We watched it on Amazon. Um, it's called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Ashley's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so this stars uh, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo, and they also co-wrote it. Um, they're the creative team behind Bridesmaids. Um, this is a very different movie from Bridesmaids. It is ostensibly a comedy, but um, this one is not really grounded in any kind of reality. Um, they play Barb and Star. They are middle-aged women uh, who are best friends. They share a house together. They actually share a bedroom together, although they have separate beds. They work together. <laughs> um, sadly, however, they lose their job early in the movie. And they decide, you know, they need a break. They need to have an adventure. They've never really been anywhere. So they decide to go to Vista Del Mar, which is this resort town in Florida. Um, little do they know that there's a, a plot to murder a bunch of people at Vista Del Mar using poison mosquitoes. Yes, it's all very crazy. They get embroiled in this plot somehow. And hilarity supposedly ensues. <laughs> Matt, what did you think of Barb and Star? So you know how you've come across, and I'm sure we all have at some point in our lives, come across someone who is kind of funny, right? They crack some jokes. And for a little while, you're entertained by them. They're, they're kind of a, a fun person to be around. And then they just can't stop. They just can't get serious about anything. They're like a wind-up toy that just has, has endless batteries or whatever. And so after a while, you, you just want to get away from them. In, in fact, you, you end up despising them. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Barb and Star for me. <laughs> they are uh, they're not, I mean, there's nothing about this movie is real. It, not, none of the situations, none of the characters, nothing is ever taken seriously and i like a good comedy <laughs> but there has to be some reality grounded in it people have to there has to be you you know they always talk about how <laughs> those platitudes about how you know you, you gotta have the bad days to appreciate the good and you gotta you know you won't appreciate the mountain unless you're in a valley and all that kind of stuff <laughs> well you're not going to appreciate the, a comedy unless there's some seriousness thrown into i think mm -hmm. <laughs> Barb and Star, it's just no, there's no seriousness to it. Um, and so I have that issue. And I, also, I knew we were, I mean, I was with it for a little bit, for the first few minutes anyway. <laughs> but a couple of things that started, started me, aside from just those characters themselves being annoying. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, when you don't like your protagonists, that's not good. But a couple of things early on. So one, it opens up at this furniture store that they end up. You find out they're work, they, they're, they're working at. But at first, you think it's maybe their their kitchen or li their living room, right? They're on a couch. Then you find out they're in a furniture store, and then you find out they work there. <laughs> and then you find out in a scene, in a, a couple of scenes later, they're in their boss's office, and you know you learn that they actually spend like holidays there when the store is closed, <laughs> and like have dinner and whatever. And you're thinking like, oh wow, their home lives must be must be awful. But then you see their home, and I'm like, this is a perfectly fine home. <laughs> so you're like, why why would you stay at the furniture store? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, it's 
it was like it is it's indicative of a lot of this movie which is there are attempts at jokes right and i say attempts <laughs> deliberately there are attempts at jokes for the sake of them just having a joke right it's it's the it's seriously the equivalent of throwing stuff on a wall and they're like something's got to stick mm. okay but when, again, when you see their house, you're like, okay, well, I don't understand then why they would be at the furniture store. That makes no <laughs> sense. Another thing is, um, when they find out they're lo- they've lost their jobs, their manager's like, yeah, the corporate office actually shut down like eight months ago. <laughs> they just never gave us word about it. And I'm just sitting there. And again, maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but I'm like, that doesn't work. You can't. <laughs> people, there would be eight months of nobody getting paid if the corporate office shuts down. I mean, it. it's like... You, you think that's a that's a surface supposed to be I guess a surface level joke. They're like, oh, that corporate office got shut down eight months ago, and they didn't know about it. <laughs> Except you're, I'm just sitting there stone faced, like, yeah, that 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 doesn't work. That won't ha- that wouldn't happen. And then this is dumb. And then the movie just slides into inanity from there. So what do you think about it, Ashley? Uh, this movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, I can totally understand how if you're not on this movie's wavelength, then it's it's very it can be very annoying because it's just relentlessly goofy, um, and it's it's strange, um, it's surreal, it's completely silly and completely absurd, and it has no grounding in reality whatsoever. Um, but that's kind of what I liked about it. I mean, it's just, it's it's unlike most movies I've ever seen. I, I'm trying to think of, of a movie to compare it to. And well, I, well, you know what it is. This what? is another reason why it's 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 20 years out of date. The st- the comedy the comedic style, if it's going to work at all, <laughs> they should have done it in the late 90s because uh-huh. uh, it's exactly like an Austin Powers movie. Oh, okay. Down to a secret lair with uh, a villain, yeah. and you have Kristen <laughs> Wiig playing a hero. And the villain in this, which yeah. I also found distracting. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, you were saying. Yeah, no, no. No, I, I enjoyed the absurdity. Um, I appreciated the escape from reality. Um, I It has this very positive vibe to it. I mean, it's very upbeat. It's very colorful. Um, when they get to Vista Del Mar, it's just beautiful. And they have a lot of fun. And um, was it Jamie Dornan? Is he's a henchman of the the, the villainess um, who has this plot to to murder all the people in Vista Del Mar for reasons we won't get into, but he's 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 a henchman with a heart of gold and he's very cute and he he forms a relationship with Barb and Star and it's I found it to be very fun very sweet. Um, when he started singing on the beach yeah. or in his room and doing handstands. <laughs> I I just I almost got up and was like I'm done I'm just done with this movie. That was just a joy. It was a, it was a joy to behold. And there there are a couple of um, just kind of out of nowhere song and dance numbers that I thought that I thought were fun. Uh, no, I, I I will agree that the the plot of the movie is a bit of a mess. I mean, it has this kind of make it up as we go along feel to it and and the whole thing with the the villain and the her plot and all that that was my least favorite part of the movie um so that wasn't great but um i still had a a really good time 
<laughs> there's a scene where it's on because you know they're, they're at the resort, Vista Del Mar <clears throat> Hotel, mm-hmm. and there's a scene on the beach by the hotel where there's this woman who is she draws pictures of people. I mean, we, we've all seen this, and if not experienced it in real life, we've seen it in movies or you know some you, you're on you're on, a, on vacation someplace and there's somebody who will draw a picture of you and it's kind of a funny picture maybe right. So Barb and Star are having their pictures taken, but they won't shut up. I mean, and that's supposed to be the joke of the, mm-hmm. of the scene is they won't stop talking. So then when uh, the, the artist shows them the picture, it's really messed up because she couldn't get them to stop talking. And uh, instead of laughing, I was just sitting there totally sympathetic to the artist. Like, I, I feel you. I feel you. I wish these characters, I wish Barb and Star would like somehow just magically exit the movie. Mm. And uh, I don't know, some, something else would happen. But but not to do with them at all. That would be kind of weird, wouldn't it? You have this movie called Barb and Star, but like halfway through, like they just, just kind of like Janet Lee and Psycho, like like they get offed, and then yes. there's there's something else come, you know, two other people come in and save it. Yeah, you would have liked that, I'm sure. But I liked Barb and Star. Now there's some criticism for this movie um, that its portrayal of these, you know, middle aged women is kind of a, maybe a stereotypical portrayal or, or something like that. But I thought there was a lot of uh, genuine affection. The movie had a lot of genuine affection for these characters and I liked them too. I thought they were sweet. Yeah. I mean, if I knew them in real life, I think I would probably be annoyed by them um, eventually, but in the context of this movie, I thought they were a lot of fun. And I think Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo play off each other really well. Um, obviously they've been working together for a long time and they're close friends themselves. And I thought it reflected in, in the movie. I really believed that Barb and star were, were, were close friends. So I thought their performances were good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and you have the Damon Wayans junior <clears throat> character. Oh, that that's kind of a weak part in the movie too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, <laughs> so no more weak lame. than the rest of it. No, it's so lame. That but he's part. supposed to play the secret dude, secret agent. <clears throat> And the, the joke, which they run into the ground, is that he keeps divulging information about himself even though he doesn't want to. Yeah. And the first time it happens, I was kind of like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> then he keeps doing it every time he pops up. And he keeps popping up more and more frequently as the movie goes on. And, um, I mean, it's like, well, it's like a one-joke character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the jokes fall fall flat. And I don't really know that this movie has jokes in the traditional sense. Mostly it's just complete absurdity and silliness. And yeah, I I was on board with it. And I liked that it's surreal nature and the fact that it, it went wherever it wanted to go. However, bizarre. (laughs) I say this sincerely. I'm I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) It makes me happy that you like it. And I'm sorry that you didn't. That's all right. It's all right, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> what do you give it out of ten? I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. Well, I'm giving it a three and a half. <laughs> so, our score is a. Oh, I think I got that wrong. I think my my math is is messed up here. Hold on. Um. Oh, it's messed up again. Five point eight okay. is our score. I mean, it's a competently... I give it three and a half because it's a competently made movie, <laughs> production-wise. Uh-huh. 
and that's that's all I can say for it. Uh, so five point eight from us. It's a seventy eight percent certified fresh in the tomato meter. There you go. Uh, audience scores sixty seven percent. That is uh, Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks. Come to Palm Vista, a Floridian paradise. All your dreams come true here. Every drink is served with ice. Nirvana. At the Palm Vista Hotel. Atlas macaroni salad. At the all you can eat buffet. Which up your food with fashion.